Taking the pulse of the city. The Capital Letter on Newstalk ZB. It's that time of the week again. We have the New Zealand Herald Issues reporter. We've got Issues. Georgina Campbell, good morning. Good morning, Nick. We've got some issues, me and you, George. This morning you have explained that there are several reasons Wellington office blocks have been deemed earthquake prone and the fact that engineering is not an exact science. Surely it should be. Yeah, this is a big piece um, that I have been writing over the past couple of days. And by the time I had finished it last night, my brain kind of felt like a fried egg because there is, it's really complicated. Um, we've seen several office blocks recently closed. Most recently, Ministry of Education staff, more than a thousand of them are working from home. And it's it's sort of like a, a web of different reasons. Some of the buildings aren't even earthquake prone. Um, all of them can actually still be legally occupied. Um, and others are subject to a real confusing grey area in current legislation. And safety is the absolute priority for companies and government departments. But the problem is safety is not an absolute thing. So, uh, you know, I think a good example of that is um, if you buy a car with the highest safety rating available, that doesn't guarantee that you are going to survive a serious crash. And I guess um, that's that's the sort of the, the problem with these buildings is that no, you can't be a hundred percent sure that they're going to stand up in an earthquake because every earthquake is different. Um, the, the shaking effects uh, are different in every single one. And I think Kaikoura um, was a really good example of that for Wellington. Well, then let us go back to our offices then. I'd be quite happy with that. Anyway, get away. I won't get us into trouble on that. What on earth is going on in Mahanga Bay at the moment, George? Yeah, so last week police issued a um, trespass notice to the occupiers there. So that has been um, enforced for almost a whole week now, but there are still some people there. Now, um, the self-described leader of this occupation says that he does want to end the situation peacefully and with his people's dignity intact. Now, it seems like Quite a few people have um, left the occupation at Mahanga Bay on Miramar Peninsula after the Shelley Bay occupation um, came to an end. And it appears that um, the people who remain there, a lot of them are elders and they don't want to leave, um, but they are being encouraged to do so. Um, So we'll see how this plays out. I mean, police say they're continuing to work with those occupying um, Mahanga Bay and other agencies like Wellington City Council, Niwa and Lynn to reach a peaceful resolution, um, but reminding them that, you know, they need to move on. Dignity? They want to go with dignity? I've driven past a few times, George. There ain't a lot of that there. Anyway, I'll move on. Finally, uh, last week you managed to get your hands on this Julia and Genta's secret letter around let's get Wellington moving. For me, it was kind of, I know you did a lot of work on it, George, and I don't want to downcry all the work you did and all the stuff you did, but to me it was kind of a bit of a yawn. 
Yeah, I'm really glad that we can talk about this, Nick, because, um, (laughs) you know, the letter was written three years ago. I never thought that we would see the day that the letter was released. So um, I was fizzing on on Friday, to to say the least. Um, But, you know, I I, I did say, I think, a few weeks ago um, on this slot on your show that the letter was probably quite boring. And, uh, you know, it's not surprising at all. Um, It is exactly what you would expect from a Green MP who was also the Associate Transport Minister at the time. Julianne Genter was voicing concerns about um, congestion and um, the emissions that come with that and making sure that public transport was properly funded and and prioritised. So I think the Green Party faithful will be very happy with that letter. But the problem, um, I guess, with the letter was never really about the contents, it was the secrecy around it and um, you know, it landed in the House for days on end in 2019 and there were all sorts of statements made about it, I mean Julianne Genter um, first said that she wrote it in her capacity as a Green Party MP, then she said actually it was written on ministerial letterhead signed by her as the Associate Transport Minister Um, So there were all sorts of sort of conflicting statements going on. But I did just want to say, I guess, having um, all of that already out there from um, the episode in in 2019, Friday was really about the release of the letter. And for that reason, I think Julianne Genta kind of walks away on this on top because the letter is sort of quintessential Julianne Genta. And for anybody who's ever met her, she is, fiercely passionate about transport issues and she's relentless in her pursuit of addressing climate change and whether you agree with her or not I think um, you really can't fault her for staying true to her beliefs and she she always has and will continue to do so I believe Oh that's great, I'm glad to hear that George, well done to you for getting that out thanks always for joining us on the show, catch you when you get back in the office Thanks so much, Nick. Can't wait to catch up. I'm going to go on okay. and you'll leave for a few days now. Okay, all right. Well, you have a good break and we'll catch you in the new office when you get back. Georgina Campbell, who is Wellington's issues reporter for The Herald and a regular on our show since we started.